welcome to the Giving Black podcast. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Agency Inc. and the Avast Foundation. Agency is an international B Corp certified consulting company offering intelligent philanthropic solutions to socially and environmentally conscious organizations around the world. The Avast Foundation works in partnership with people and communities to knock down barriers to digital freedom and equity. Programs deliver meaningful change and help shape a world where technology plays a positive role in building and sustaining communities. Hello, Giving Black family. I'm your host, Olimide Akirausi. Welcome to the Giving Black podcast. Normally, when we have a podcast, I have had guests who join us to share their perspective of Black philanthropy and generosity in the Black community. And uh, I want to continue doing that. But in this episode, I thought it might be helpful to give you uh, listeners of the Giving Black podcast a little bit of background as to why this podcast exists. And uh, we kind of launched the podcast in August with no real explanation as to why we were doing this, but uh, having had phenomenal guests since, it kind of struck me that it might be helpful if you had a little bit of background as to where we're coming from, what we're trying to achieve, why we're doing this, and uh, ultimately why it's important for you to stay tuned and listen, and also share news about the Giving Black podcast. So, I'm going to tell a little bit of a story about myself. I began my fundraising career in 1995, uh, quite a long time ago. And I I, I came into fundraising really by accident. What actually happened was that uh, I'd graduated from grad school um, uh, studying economics and uh, politics and found myself in the middle of a recession and unemployed. And I just really felt that one of the best things that I could do was just to volunteer my time. Over a period of about 12 months, I had volunteered in about six different organizations in London, UK. And I was still unemployed. But as I reflected on my year's worth of volunteering, it became clear to me uh, by some serendipitous fate, hand of God, we might call it, that each of the organizations that I had volunteered for had actually placed me in the fundraising teams, their respective fundraising teams. And so as I looked back at that year, I actually had a year's worth of fundraising experience, which then became a catalyst to me landing a job uh, in the nonprofit sector, professionally speaking, as a fundraiser. My first year of fundraising was really successful. I raised uh, about 3.6, 3.5 million pounds uh, through a very large grant and, and a few um, other grants as well. And, and then began to develop a bit of a reputation for myself. So from 95 to about 2002, 
picture me kind of like a lone black fundraiser who was highly successful at what he was doing, rubbing shoulders and elbows with some very high-profile philanthropists and grant makers. And in 2002, it dawned on me that conceptually speaking, philanthropy in the UK at the time and fundraising in the UK at the time seemed to be the whitest of spaces with very little tolerance or insight or engagement with people from other cultures. And so I realised that I'd been practising seven years, essentially engaging white wealthy philanthropists in conversations about what made them tick, but was blissfully unaware about the multicultural aspect of fundraising in the UK. And of course, I'd observed philanthropy practiced in my family, but none of what I knew about the customs of uh, African people were evident in my profession. And so that set me on a bit of a path to try and discover, like, you know, what was at the heart of philanthropy and why was it seemingly, on a professional basis for me, so white? I started off researching and engaging black and culturally diverse donors. It was a passion of mine. I knew that research would be the first place to start when, you know, you're kind of curious as to what another perspective may be. And as I began to research diverse people, certainly wealthy people in the UK, uh, I I came across uh, uh, a number of different folks. And, and some of them I reached out to to kind of say, hi, uh, you know, I'm working for such and such organization, would love to have a chat with you. And most of them were extremely welcoming. And so my own experience of fundraising began to diversify because I was curious about diversifying fundraising for a number of organizations that I had worked for. I began to work with Lebanese heiresses, black entrepreneurs, Indian billionaires, African humanitarians, Asian volunteers, Caribbean activists, All through my research, I was discovering that actually philanthropy was being practiced, but the nonprofit organizations that I had worked for simply were not interested in engaging diverse people. So a new reality was creeping into my mindset and my fundraising practice, which was an appreciation that all cultures that I had come across and engaged in a discussion, at least, about generosity and philanthropy. No matter what culture that was, all cultures seemed to have their own interpretation and form of practice in generosity. And and that was something that I found to be quite stark and something that I knew had existed from my own African tradition, but hadn't fully appreciated until I started to 
engage professionally with diverse donors. Charity and philanthropy have their root meanings in love. But today, charity is a word filled with connotations of power and balance, where wealthy middle class or upper class people try their best to support the less fortunate people of the world or in their community. Philanthropy too has a challenge in that it has become a tool for the rich seemingly to increase their profile rather than an experience of real love of humankind. Just go to any museum, any hospital, any university, any public gallery. You'll see a wing and uh, a section named after a rich person. As though these same edifices were not in majority paid for by taxpayers like you and I. Our names are not on those walls, by and large, simply because philanthropy has taken on this elitist practice where only the wealthiest and only the richest are ever recognised or rewarded for their generosity. But the most egregious point that I've observed about philanthropy is that it's almost totally exclusive of a black narrative. That's what's at the heart of the Giving Black podcast. A recognition that stories of philanthropy and generosity of black people are not common in our world today. And it was my thinking that that was a problem that could easily be solved. Welcome to the Giving Black Podcast, the world's first podcast dedicated to black philanthropy and generosity. Here, you can listen to real-life stories that honour the culture and tradition of giving among black people, from the African continent to the Caribbean, Europe to North America, South America, and across the globe. The Giving Black Podcast is a series of conversations about building black community, or as the Bantu would call it, Ubuntu. We're going to capture stories about giving, about sharing, about philanthropy, and about love in the global black community, and speak directly with people who are doing incredible things by sharing what they have. We want to learn what they know so we can preserve this knowledge and capture stories about philanthropy. What is philanthropy? It is the heartbeat of the world, the reciprocal exchange of generosity between people. I am your host, Olumide Akerewusi. You'll get to know me as most people do, as Mide. In the world of charity and philanthropy, black people are positioned as beneficiaries, never as benefactors. Some years back, we saw a backlash to this paradigm, particularly through young people in South Africa and their Radiate campaign. 
the Saturday Night Live sketch, 39 Cents, both of which kind of acknowledge some kind of strange disempowerment of black people from the narrative of generosity while positioning this white saviour complex that we see, the assumption that through their charity and their philanthropy, white people are the solution to all black people's woes. So in my work as a fundraiser, I had isolated experiences of working with diverse donors, but never to my satisfaction because the organisations I worked with didn't have that same passion. I worked for mainly mainstream organisations, global organisations, national organisations, who themselves bought into an understanding or a belief that white middle-class men were the ideal donors in all situations. But I knew there was more that we could do. So in 2019, agency launched the duality of giving, what has become now seminal research with statistics and first-person narratives about how African people engage in philanthropy. Through the duality of giving, we were able to discover some really interesting insights that we have brought to share. The first is about the extent of philanthropy and how expansive it is on the African continent and amongst the diaspora from Africa. Second is the level of sophistication that black people adopt in combining traditional methods of philanthropy with conventional methods of philanthropy. And so for me, the third point really was that this conversation with black philanthropists opened the door to new ways of looking at and understanding philanthropy itself. Not through a white dominant lens, but if you like, through a black lens, through an African lens. And because of that, I see, and hopefully through the stories we've told on the Giving Black podcast, you see that there are many nuances and many learning points and many takeaways that we can use to adapt to all models of fundraising and giving, irrespective of race, culture or colour. For me, one of the crystallising points is a new definition that I give to philanthropy. Not so much as love for one's brother or sister, but more for me, philanthropy is a reciprocal exchange of generosity. It's not one-way traffic. It's not a donation from a donor or philanthropist to a recipient. It's not binary. It's actually quite dynamic. When we explore philanthropy through an African lens, we see that actually it's not about so much the transference of one thing to another person or the transference, just to give you an example, of 
money from one person who has wealth to a person who doesn't have wealth or the transference of goods from somebody who has goods to a person who doesn't have goods. That makes it really binary and really quite boring, I would say. When we talk about philanthropy being a reciprocal exchange of generosity, it implies two-way traffic, that there is no beneficiary or benefactor, that actually both parties benefit from reciprocal exchanges. So let me give you an example. In African philanthropy, there is no giver and there is no receiver. Both parties give, both parties receive. In my experience of seeing my family engage in philanthropy, it's about how one generation prepares and supports another generation, and then that generation that is supported gives back to the generation before. And so there's a cycle. And to learn more about the reciprocal nature of philanthropy, I highly encourage you to listen to episode five of the Giving Black podcast, where we talk about black tax, because at the heart of black tax is the understanding that giving and generosity and philanthropy must be reciprocal in order for it to be sustainable. And we see that much in the Western world where we talk about things like donor fatigue, uh, uh, the, the sense that, you know, the donors are always giving and the recipients are always receiving and there seems to be no end in sight. But if you looked at this as a symbiotic reciprocal exchange, then it becomes quite easy to see how I can continue to give because I continue to receive. And that's what reciprocity is about. Giver and receiver being aligned and being one, feeding each other. So after we launched the duality of giving in 2019, there there was a lot of excitement about the reports from all over the world. And it was being used by a number of universities on the African continent, in Australia, in the UK, and here in Canada as well. So, So we know that there is an appetite to learn more about how other cultures engage in philanthropy. But even at that time, and as I look back now, the duality of giving for all of its strengths felt a little bit like a flash in the pan. It was one report, and it, in, in many respects, as helpful and as insightful as it, as it, as it is even today, it didn't quite fill the space or create the narrative that we wanted it to. So that is what was behind the Giving Black Conference, which we first launched in 2021. And the idea of the Giving Black Conference was that we would have a day uh, celebrating Black Philanthropy Month in the month of August, where we could bring Black community together and talk about economic empowerment, generosity and philanthropy in our communities. 
we repeated that in 2022. But one of the key features that we wanted to bring in 2022 was not a kind of a static report or an annual event, but a continued sustained conversation about how black people engage in generosity. And that's how and why the Giving Black podcast was launched. I've got to give a quick shout out to the Avast Foundation, because when I first approached them as a potential sponsor of the Giving Black podcast, they naturally were kind of curious as to what, you know, you so you want to have a global conversation about Black people and their giving uh, uh, habits. And I said, yes. And they were like, well, where's the appeal there? And I said, well, that's the point. There, There is no appeal. We we must bring and build this appeal. But, but we can't build it if there is no resource uh, uh, to make it happen. And so um, uh, shout out to the Avast Foundation team for placing their trust in the idea of launching the Giving Black podcast. And of course, in partnership with them, with my company, Agency, we continue to tell stories about Black philanthropy on a global scale and uh, inviting everybody in the world to listen in particularly folks who are interested in fundraising, social justice, social change, uh, 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 the, the African continent, the black diaspora. This is where we have conversation about how we bring about change through our own blessings, our own resources, those things that we have, which we want to share with others. So, Welcome to the Giving Black podcast. It is the world's first podcast dedicated to all things global, black philanthropy, generosity and giving. It's a scrappy podcast. <laughs> we learn uh, as we go on. But at the heart of what we do is that we want to have true and authentic conversation with true and authentic people who know about black philanthropy. And you don't need to be an expert to come onto the Giving Black podcast. This is a space of learning. And so if you know somebody who you would like to nominate to be a guest on the Giving Black podcast, I would love to hear from you. If you yourself would like to be a guest on the Giving Black podcast, please get in touch. We are open to inviting anybody who has any kind of story to share about black philanthropy, specifically. And so your work may intersect black philanthropy. You may work for a nonprofit organization, a mainstream nonprofit organization, and you may have black donors. And you may have observed a particular practice amongst those black donors. And you may wish to be able to share what you have learned. Well, come onto the podcast and tell us. You may have just made a reciprocal donation and you're feeling so proud about the impact and the change and the difference that you're making that you want to tell somebody or share that good news with the world, then I invite you to come on to the Giving Black podcast. This is your podcast. This is an entirely voluntary venture. Nobody gets paid to come on the Giving Black podcast. I certainly don't get paid for being on the Giving Black podcast. What we want to do is create space 
and place for black community to learn and grow. But we also invite everybody, as is the custom of black people, we invite everybody to participate in what we have. And so I believe that what we have here is really special, an open space and an open mic to tell and capture stories that hopefully will be uplifting, that hopefully will be educational and informative, and hopefully will encourage us all to change the narrative that we may have lived with for a while about the role of black people in the charitable sector and their role in supporting and building community. That's it from me, a short podcast today, just giving you a bit of background as to why the Giving Black podcast exists. If you want to come on the Giving Black podcast or nominate somebody to come on to the Giving Black podcast, or if you have a story to tell, please send me an email to midday at agency.ca. M-I-D-E at A-G-E-N-T-S-C dot C-A. Midday at agency.ca. I look forward to receiving your emails. I look forward to receiving your message. One of the things that I would ask you to do, please, in the spirit of reciprocity, as you have heard this podcast and listened to others, there's one thing you can do for us. Please spread the word. Ping your friends, your family, your neighbours, your work colleagues, the link to the Giving Black podcast, so that we can grow our listenership and have even more deep and focused discussion on black philanthropy. Thank you, everybody, for taking part and listening in today's podcast. I look forward to engaging you again. We will be speaking with a number of people on the African continent about what philanthropy means to them. And so I look forward to sharing that next episode with you. Till then, stay blessed and thank you very much for listening. Thank you.